This is the Key to Authority Podcast, episode number 26. Welcome to the Key to Authority Podcast, where it is all about helping you unlock the secrets of becoming the go-to expert in your industry. And here is your host, Janish Pandya. When it comes to branding, one of the forgotten players of the game is audio. Have you ever had that when you listen to a jingle or an ad and it gets stuck in your head and you keep humming it even though you don't want to? It has happened to me numerous times and I really, really hate it sometimes. It is really annoying that it gets stuck in your head, but guess what? It keeps that product at the forefront of your mind and when you need it, you will be more likely to buy that particular product or service. And that, my friends, is the power of a really, really great audio brand persona. In today's episode, we talk about the key to building an audio brand persona with Jason Barad from Magic Studios. Jason is the sales director for Magic Studios. He has over 20 years sales and marketing experience and has worked in the audio studio industry since 2002. He was a WA Business News 40 Under 40 recipient in 2008. Magic Studios is part of Warren Agency, located in West Perth. Warren Agency delivers integrated online and offline solutions to businesses wrestling with how to market in today's changing environment. Jason enjoys working with both individual clients and creative agencies alike to create a production that gets a brand message across effectively. He's always happy to meet for a coffee and show you the two state-of-the-art recording studios. And it is in one of their studio that I recorded today's podcast interview. So thank you, Jason and Oliver from Vorian Agency. But before we get into what Jason has to share, I would like to thank today's sponsor, SiteGround. SiteGround is a WordPress and Joomla specialized hosting company. They add custom-made solutions to your hosting to make your website faster, safer, and better supported than anywhere else. I use SiteGround to manage my own websites as well as my clients'. And it is mainly because of the 24-7 chat support and automated backup services I do so. So, if you're fed up with the poor service of your current web host or looking to start a new website, then take SiteGround for a spin. Go to keytoauthority.com slash SiteGround to get started. Now, here is Jason Barad. Hey, Jason. Welcome to the Key to Authority podcast. Uh, Matt Lynch introduced me. I had him on the interview for the SEO side of aspects, and he mentioned you're the guy to talk about all all things and everything's about audio. And since everything I do in terms of the podcast is audio, so I couldn't wait for this interview. Very so, good synergy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Very so, nice to meet you. Jason, nice to meet you as well. So, Jason, tell me about what you do and why you do it. Well, um, it started around 10 to 12 years ago. Um, I sort of stumbled across um, the the business in its early days, and they had built a, a home-built studio out in a garage in Morley. Oh. <laughs> so we started doing um, on-hold recording for businesses. So messages on hold on the telephone. Um, that rapidly expanded into a larger voice um, portfolio. So we, we started uh, recruiting more voice actors and getting into different areas. So we we created a company called Magic Studios. Yep. And Magic Studios uh, specialise in a diverse range of different voiceover services. So anything from podcasting, like we're doing at the moment, right through to um, uh, voiceovers for cinema or uh, for uh, videos. Um, we do a lot of in, uh, training, e-learning type uh, exercises as well. Yep. 
Um, so that recently fitted into the Vorian Agency Group of Services, um, and that's expanded from there. Yeah, cool. And like I've, I'm in the studio itself now, and we're recording this. I'm just geeked out about all this. I'm like, <laughs> this is pretty is cool re- equipment. <laughs> yeah, really fancy, really cool stuff. So, Jason, like we're talking about audio, and audio is now a huge part when it comes to building brand and that side of things. Correct. Because you got your blogging, you got your video, and now the podcasting, and that's all coming along. So, Jason, what is the key to build an audio brand persona? Well, I think the, the, the key thing is to start by understanding your audience. So you need to understand the, the corporate identity that you're trying to portray. You need to understand what the listener wants to hear. Um, it, video is often um, the primary focus, whereas what's going on in the background in terms of audio is often underestimated. Um, audio needs to be looked at across all your different mediums. So, for example, if I was to do something like do-do-do-do-do, <laughs> it's the uh, McDonald's yeah. tone. So it just goes to show how powerful something like an audio-branded uh, sound can be. So a lot of the times agencies will focus on the visual side of things. I'll spend hours and hours developing a pretty logo or you know, doing a script. But when it comes down to being broadcast on, say, TV, radio or the internet, they often underestimate the power of the audio brand behind that message. So what I'd like to talk about today is how we build the audio branding persona. You know, remember, there are, there are two types of learners. You've got visual learners and listening learners. So yep. you need to cover both sides of the fence with your branding. Yeah. And could you go into a bit more detail as of we talk about the audio brand persona? Yep. So what is that about and why is it necessary for a business or a speaker or author to actually have that? Well, it, it, it amplifies the reach of your message. So if you've got a professional um, uh, audio solution to a visual element, you're going to get better results. You're going to reach a, a broader demographic. Um, too often, in, in a lot of the people I meet in relation to just marketing in general, they often don't do things consistently. So one of the key things I would suggest in any strategy is start with the fundamentals first. Make sure what you're developing is set in stone from day one. Know who you're going to to target and how you're going to reach them. So there's a number of different things I look at when I meet someone. Um, I'll look at uh, what audience are they trying to target. So do they want a male or female voiceover? Yep. Are they going to use a child a child's voice? Mm. Um, so, for example, a child may get older. So you have to consider that in four or five years' time, the tone of their voice may change. Um, also, look at things like the um, the tone that people use. I'm not a professional voiceover, um, <laughs> but you you may choose to have a deeper, more corporate tone. You may choose to have something that's a little bit more uh, read faster, you know, overexcited, vibrant. Um, you might choose to have someone that's really loud. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So the, these are all things that influence how people perceive the brand. Um, if you're not doing this as part of the foundation to your visuals, it, it's going to detract from the conversions that you're going to get uh, further on down the line. Yeah. So how does someone go about choosing that kind of a tone or a voice? Is there like steps to follow or is there something like you wake up one day and that's like, like, that's it. I want a deeper voice and it has to sound like someone like that. I don't know. (laughs) The key thing is, is look at interviewing people for the process. Um, Ask your staff, ask your clients. You know, when you're developing a brand identity, you, you go through a number of different steps. And the same thing applies to a voice brand identity. You look at 
what would they want to hear? You know, if they're an older demographic, are they going to want, a, want someone that's loud and young? Most people tend to, to like the same demographic as themselves. So, for example, if you're targeting a broader audience, you may choose to have a male and female voiceover interacting with each other in a conversational component. Yep. Um, and, and interviews are a fairly important part of the process. So, for example, with our voice talent, when they come in and do a, a, uh, an interview with us, we tend to ask them a few key questions. So, what have they done previously? You know, if they've done something that's a little bit risque or untowards, that can damage your brand further on down the track. Yep. It also um, can and influence the people's perception of the, vra- the brand if the voice has been used before. Yep. So in terms of now we're talking about getting someone to voice over for your uh, either jingle or messages or things like that. Yeah. So what what are the applications that people can use and especially now considering individuals like the speakers, the coaches cuz they have their own brand and it's their or their own voice. Yeah. So because with my podcast I have an intro guy who helps me out in just introducing the podcast. Yep. So what other things are where can you use this kind of brand personas? Well, there's a number of different formats. And the the interesting thing is with the internet, things are actually starting to rapidly change. Yep. <laughs> Example, podcasting is a very uh, important part of getting a brand persona out there. You become the brand. So I've had clients come to me and say, I'd like to voice my own radio advert or do a voiceover for a video production. Um, and, and the problem is if they have not got the right accent or tone, sometimes it can do more brand damage than good. So we might suggest having a professional voiceover. Other entities will come to me and say, I'd like to have this particular member of staff do our recordings. What happens if they leave? So one of the things I look at is is longevity in the relationship with the voiceover. So in five or six years' time, when you're doing a reread, are they going to be consistent in the tone? Are they still going to be available? So professional voiceovers cross over into that uh, area. Coming, coming back to your question about the type of formats you can um, do recordings for, yep. um, short formats uh, are becoming more and more um, used. So things like uh, Vine, um, Instagram, you know, you've got your 7 to 15 second formats. Yep. So you've got to consider, you mentioned jingles before, can my jingle be adjusted to fit into that short format yep. or can it be looped to be put into a radio advert? Okay. And in terms of, you mentioned a critical question where using your own voice and that damaging the brand. So, like, so how, what's, uh, what are the things, I guess, you got to consider that your voice might not be suitable for the brand and where you have to actually get someone professional to do it? So, uh, a question you could have would be, does your brand synergize with the listener? Do you have a lisp? Do you have an accent? You know, are you softly spoken? Are you shy in front of a microphone? These things are going to influence how the final recording's done and ultimately how the brand is perceived when it's broadcast. Yep. So now, because it's it's sort of like kind of me trying to get someone else to do the podcast in my place. So how do you go take that person and say, well, you know what, your voice shouldn't be that good. So what are the steps you work with? Because I know it's... Very, bit, very delicately. Yeah. <laughs> so it's it's going to be hard. So where can they get, like, in terms of psychologically, I guess, they have to get that in their head? Well, there are steps you can take. For example, um, we have uh, brand new uh, video studios and we do um, uh, things like assisting with coaching for for public speaking. 
So some people just can't public speak. It's one of the biggest fears. Yep. Um, so if you if you have uh, someone that can assist in that process and rehearse and practice, some people can be swayed and, 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 and prove what they do. Um, ultimately, it, it comes down to being transparent uh, with the client, you know, explaining clearly that this may not work. The other thing you can do is is test and measure, record them, get them in the studio, and they tend to, once they hear themselves back, think, okay, they might question themselves. But ultimately, the client is the client. They decide what happens. Yeah, and that's, the I guess, the tough decision where you got to go, uh, in my professional opinion, this is what it is. But when we're talking about, again, coming back to that building the brand persona in terms of the audio side of things, so how does in term, uh, one person go, yep, this is what I am at, like they have got a brand around their blog or they've got a, blog, a brand around their bi- uh, videos and the business. So how do they incorporate all those elements together with the audio element? So like you would with a visual um, program, you'd, you'd look at um, developing some key steps to map out what the brand persona is. So that can, that can cover a few different areas. Uh, one of the main areas, for example, is the music that you use. So, for example, if your brand is a, is a a class and more expensive and elite product, you might choose to use a classical form of music. If you're a cutting-edge and, and dynamic technology-based business, you might choose modern tracks. Um, if, for example, you might be selling skateboards or extreme products, <laughs> um, you'd tend to look at something like a, a heavy metal or a more heavy type track. Yeah. So these are things that can be used consistently. Um, the other thing to bear in mind is when you're going through that process of even just looking at your music, selecting music that's going to be firstly non-copyright, that should be also unique. Um, The problem is you don't want that media to appear on other people's advertising further on down the track. Um, There are um, tracks you can go through to try and ascertain whether it's being used. So there's uh, what they call APRA, the Australian Performing Rights Association. So you can actually find out whether that's been... uh, um, utilized and it's acceptable for public broadcast. Yeah. Okay. And in terms of, you brought up a good question. I was just going to ask that where like DIYers like me who don't have a good, nice, fancy studio, but down the track look to have something done professionally. But at the moment, I'll be using the internet, finding some royalty-free music and things like that. So are there any sites that you know of or where people could get something that is kind of copyright-free or there, there are a lot of different royalty-free sites out there that you can access. Um, once again, if you're after something that's a little bit unique, maybe look at international sites. Yep. Um, they tend to be not as used frequently um, in, in the Australian market. Um, it really depends on the application as well. So there are sites similar to uh, stock uh, photo sites, for example, yep. for, for royalty-free music. Typically, it, it's subject to the type of broadcast, and the rates will vary depending on the type of broadcast you're using. Um, you know, for example, if you're advertising on radio, the rates are going to be significantly higher than you would for, say, internet use um, yep. or personal use, for example. Okay. And in terms of the copyright, because there's that CC0 and then there's different versions of the copyright laws. Mm-hmm. So, because I don't know whether the listeners would be familiar with, but 
could you just get, get, like have a snippet of what the copyrights related to audio are? Because I know if they get in trouble legally, it's a massive lawyer's bill kind of coming their way. I, I think you're right. And, and the key thing is to do your research first. You need to go back to finding out where it's being utilized and doing your homework first. Often, sometimes the best um, opportunities to look at creating your own music. Okay. So you might have someone that's a session guitarist or, or something like that you can use. It actually is going to create something unique, and then you can submit to have the rights for that uh, protected. Mm. So, for example, the, the laws around copyright um, audio vary from country to country. Um, there are websites you can go to um, to, to look at um, going through a process of submission. Um, there's certain terms and conditions in relation to even sounds yep. and protecting your sounds that they can be used under particular conditions for a, for a broadcast. Um, the, the other thing would be to look at the, for example, um, music that you're using. Can you create your own music? Um, yep. You know, jingles are widely used. So that's, that creates something that's original. It can be a, a very good, uh, what they call an earworm, a memory trigger, when they hear it over and over again. Yep. Um, we've created many and we've used many in the past. Um, some of them are very familiar and some of them have what we call stripped down versions. So you might have something like uh, uh, someone singing to a jingle. Okay. Then they have a separate version or a shorter version version without the voiceover or the sorry the uh, singer um, for uh, for broadcast for a voiceover component to a radio advert yeah and like as you said the ta -da, ta -da, ta -da, like the McDonald's one that gets stuck in your head yep. and it's like all those the text-based version of the KitKat have a break like if someone says have a break you're like oh KitKat so all this like they get stuck in your head and it's really interesting how all this works in terms of psychology so Okay, that you have created quite a few music, uh, music pieces for your clients and things. So, how does one try to create something that gets stuck in people's head that they're like, "Oh my God, get it out of my head"? <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it comes down to um, starting with a good script. Remember, what you might write down in a script isn't always going to translate and be spoken as well. So working with a voiceover, booking some studio time, and then going through those processes to work out a process that's going to sound effective uh, for your brand. So the key thing is to, to look at how do you want them to represent the brand? Are they going to talk fast, slow, loud, quiet? Are they going to have a conversational component to the script? Um, the, we, we do a lot of scripting for, for, for clients, and basically the, the key thing is making sure that what's written is going to be spoken and, and quite clear when it's out there for public broadcast. Okay. And so in terms of have, I, have we covered all the components like the tones of the voice in your uh, audio persona, then the music? Am I, am I leaving out something or is there anything else that needs to be considered when you're talking about the persona side of things? No, I think, I think we've covered uh, the most of it. I think um, the, the key thing is to make sure that your brand message is getting across clear and, and direct to your, to your clients. So. Yep. So we've almost run out of time, but before we end up, uh, what is one action that our listener can take today, especially in that creating that or building that audio brand persona for their business? So once again, book, book time to interview the people you're going to use to do the read. Yep. Ascertain early on in the piece, 
what is your target demographic? How are you going to reach them? Do a survey of your staff. Use social media to field some, some open questions as to, okay, who is my audience? How are we going to reach them? You then need to look at protecting the asset that is the voiceover, the music. So look at um, whether it's copyright, non-copyright, whether you can uh, create your own music. Um, you then can go ahead and book some studio time. So we, we have a lot of clients that come into our recording studios and we'll go through the process of just interviewing a, a voiceover. So it could be anything from a, uh, a, a radio advert right through to a, a voice actor for a, a cartoon. So they typically need to understand what is the range of a voiceover. Um, you need to consider early on if you want a professional or you're going to attempt to do it yourself. Having a pro professional means that you have longevity and consistency in your brand message. So in two or three years' time, that person can step in in front of a mic and record something that's going to be very similar and on brand to what was done a few years ago. Yeah, and those are really good tips and a good action because if someone's really serious about getting that done, it has to be professional. So, Jason, how does our audience get in touch with you and Matt or because uh, or with Vorian or with Magic Studios? Yep. So we're based in West Perth. I'm more than happy to show people through our studios. Um, get an understanding of what they're trying to achieve with their brand message. Um, they can visit our website at www.vorianagency.com.au or magicstudios.com.au or our phone number is 1300 100 Cool. I'll put those the links down and the phone number on the show notes. I really, really appreciate you coming on the show and especially letting me use the studios because it's really cool as well. Uh, so thanks a lot, Jason. Absolute pleasure. I'm really a big fan of the power of audio, and it is one of the reasons I started this podcast. It helps create an intimate connection with your audience. And Jason put all this together well when he talked about building an audio brand persona. Today's action for you is to find out your demographics and work out who exactly is your audience. Once you've done that, you're ready to work on creating an audio brand persona. Book some time at the recording studios and go through interviewing potential voiceover candidates or you could record your own voice to build your own brand persona. And again, I would like to thank the folks at Vorian Agency for letting me use their recording studios. Thanks guys. To get all the details and links talked about in today's show, go to keytoauthority.com slash ep026 for the show notes. Till then, keep building an audio brand persona. Thank you so much for listening to the Key to Authority podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and share at www.keytoauthority.com. We'll see you next time.